Welcome back to the Green Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and it's been a long time, but it's good to see you again. We got an awesome show. We had a bunch of stuff drop this past week, and I know you've been clamoring to hear my voice again, so let's hop to it. All right, so like I said, it is so good to be back doing this podcast for you guys. I know it's been a very long few months, but really there wasn't much in the way of releases, and I, I'll i be honest, I didn't have much to talk about, but this past week we had a ton of releases from Callaway and TaylorMade, and I got all the details here, so let's uh, let's start how we normally start, with bourbon of the day. Today we are drinking High West bourbon, um, very good bourbon, I got a mini bottle of it, I got a 375, highly recommend it. Um, not my favorite, not my least favorite. Pretty good, solid bourbon, right? It's got all those flavors you look for in a bourbon. Now, pour yourself a drink. If you don't want bourbon, go get yourself a beer. Kick back, have a glass of water. I don't care what you drink, but grab something. Kick back, relax, and let's talk golf equipment for the next few minutes. How's that sound? All right, so the big driver that was released and created all the buzz was the new TaylorMade Stealth. Now, it's kind of funny they called it Stealth because it's got a bright red face which sticks out more than anything. And uh, we've known about it for a few weeks, even months, you could say. But um, Tiger played it at the uh, Father-Son Challenge that the PGA Tour had. So we've seen it out there. But, uh, you know, we finally got the details of it. So let's dive into that. So with the driver... They're going to completely try and change the way you think of a driver. For years, drivers were made of wood. Then they moved into steel. And then from steel, we moved into titanium. And we kind of had what they called titanium woods. And TaylorMade is starting to think that the days of titanium, we have maxed out titanium. And it is time to move into the world of carbon. And so they are calling this a carbon wood. And they are saying that they're never going to release the titanium face driver again. They've even gone so far as to change the name of their uh, metal woods division or titanium woods division and called them carbon woods. Now, I personally find that funny for reasons that I'll go into later, but it really shows that TaylorMade is buying into this whole idea of a carbon fiber face on the driver. So when we start out, it's, it's bright red, it's noticeable, but we get 60 layers of carbon fiber, right? 60 layers. On the face, it actually says 60x carbon, which is 60 times carbon. So 60 layers of carbon on the face. And what that does, and what they're saying that it's going to do, is that it's going to pull a lot of the weight back. So you actually get a lot of weight savings by using carbon fiber. Now, we know this from... Uh, driver design before, right? Carbon fiber heads allow that weight to move down um, a little bit lower. You get that center of gravity a little bit lower. The ball launches a little bit higher. Well, what they're doing is they are uh, moving all the weight to the back, which is great for forgiveness, but also TaylorMade's claiming it's great for ball speed, right? So how it was presented in a uh, one of the YouTube guys' videos is that if you load up a car and you get into a head-on collision, um, you know, it does a lot of damage. But if we throw a bunch of bricks in the back of your trunk 
in the back seat of your car and you you move the engine to the back, you feel all those bricks really push forward and there's that sudden rush of speed. And so that's what TaylorMade's banking on here. Now, initial results are super positive on this thing. I mean, Tiger put it in play instantly. A lot of guys that have hit it are saying that, one, you don't see a loss in ball speed, and some are even picking up a mile per hour, which is two, three yards, which is pretty significant in the grand scheme of things when we when we talk about uh, improvements on a driver. Most of the time we see about a yard improvement um, from year to year, but now we're seeing uh, two yards, three yards with this uh, carbon fiber face for some people. Um, so that could be a big deal. Uh, the other thing that it does is it has... Th- a knock on carbon fiber is oftentimes the durability of it, right? Go grab your driver, and if you hit that shaft too hard in the wrong spot, it's going to splinter and split. And there's a lot of concern from people with that. And what TaylorMade did to kind of give you that protection is they actually added a, they're calling it an nano texture cover, but it's kind of a s- sticky, kind of tacky feeling cover. And that one protects it. That's probably the most important thing that it does is that it protects the face from lots of wear and tear on that carbon fiber. But also at the same time, it gives it that texture, which is going to help optimize the launch and spin of the of the ball. So it allows it to stick on that face just a little bit longer, get those maximum ball speeds, and then uh, really help with that launch and spin. So kind of cool, uh, definitely unique feeling. Another thing, or uh, unique looking, not feeling. I haven't hit it yet, so I don't know how it feels, but definitely a unique looking driver. The other thing that TaylorMade has done is they've reintroduced the weight track. So last year, the Sim 2, they took out that weight track because, you know, they were saying that they were getting all the all the optimal launch with the weight up front, but they didn't really need the draw on the fade bias. They were really focused on the forgiveness of the club. So they just kind of put one weight up front, and then they had the uh, inertia generator in the back. The inertia generator staying, but they did decide to go back to the sim, the original sim, the sim OG uh, weight track on that. So looks pretty good. Club looks different. Uh, the weight track's back, so that's a positive. And uh, people are saying that they're getting pretty good results from it. All right, so they're going to have two models of the Stealth. They're going to have the Plus, and they're going to have the regular Stealth. Um, the Plus is more of the player's driver. It's going to be the flagship. It's the one with the weight track, um, and really is going to be the one that's packed with the most technology. All right, so when we talk about Stealth, just like TaylorMade always does when they release a lineup, they release new lineups, but they also release, uh, they release new drivers, but they release Fairway Woods, They release irons. They release hybrids. So let's kind of go over that. Now, this is where I start to have a little bit of pushback on this idea of the carbon wood era being ushered in and TaylorMade changing their division to be called carbon woods. The fairway wood has titanium. It's a titanium face. It doesn't use carbon fiber, right? And so part of the reason why TaylorMade explained that they went with the titanium or with, yeah, the titanium on the three wood rather than the carbon fiber is that they really didn't save that much weight. And so they didn't see much benefit to it. And the titanium was working better or as good as the carbon fiber. So my question is, if we're going to talk about how great carbon fiber is in driver, it should translate to fairway wood, 
right? The they may still be working on it and optimizing it. We've seen that done before, right? Callaway, when they first introduced jailbreak, they didn't put it in the fairway woods. And then the next year we saw it in the fairway woods. So I don't really blame TaylorMade for that. But if you're going to go full in on the carbon wood era is here, I think it's a little dumb to not make the fairway wood a carbon fiber face, right? That That's, that's kind of what you're saying. Do the people who work... On the fairway woods, right? The people who work on fairway woods are not the same people that work on drivers in companies. So are they part of the carbon wood team or are they still on the metal woods team? I bet you it gets real confusing over in Carlsbad. Um, you know, you got you got metal wood guys walking into carbon wood areas. Carbon wood guys go over to metal woods. I, 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 just, I just wonder what that split looks like in the building. Right. Is director of fairway woods, the director of carbon fairway woods, even though they don't use carbon. I don't know. Just kind of weird. But the fairway wood, we got a re-engineered V-Steel design, right? They brought the V-Steel back in the Sim series. It's a huge, it was a huge deal for them in the uh, early to mid-2000s, the V-Steel. Hell, people still play V-Steel fairway woods because of the turf interaction and how great they were. And they reintroduced that sole design on the original sim. And it's kind of kept continuing. And in this one, they redesigned it. They moved some weight around. Uh, they enhanced forgiveness. But really, there's not a ton of changing in the fairway wood. right? A slight redesign on V-Steel. Their biggest innovation that they're talking about is this new advanced laser alignment system. Sounds like something out of uh, Austin Powers, right? Every time I say advanced laser, I always think of Dr. Evil doing his little his little air quotes. That's all I can think of. But it's basically laser etching that goes across the top of the crown to help you align the club a little bit better. Um, so just kind of, they didn't do much with the fairway wood, right? They're going to talk about the new Zatek titanium you know, it's when paired with twist face, it's perfect for every golfer. Not much innovation going in fairway wood with, with this one. So, um, you know, if you have an older fairway wood, um, you, you'll probably see a couple of yard pickup here. I do kind of like that. They said, um, right. We all know that people don't change their three woods very often. And even their slogan this year is every golf bag needs an old reliable, the club that sits patiently among its peers, waiting until its name is called. That club can be counted on to deliver when the pressure is on and the margin for error is razor thin, right? We all have that club in our bag, and mo for most of us, it's a three-wood. If you need to hit a fairway, you pull three-wood. Once you find a three-wood you like, you don't change it out very often. Um, but then they're like, hey, if you've had it more than five years, it's probably more old than it is reliable, right? So they're even saying like, hey, if you bought one last year, you don't need this shit. Uh, but if you, if you bought a, if you bought one five years ago, right, if you're playing the original M series or something like that, all right, take a look. You can probably pick up a couple of yards. So I don't really blame them for that, but it's kind of funny. You know, TaylorMade's a huge hype company. They, they hype the hell out of their products and, uh, there just wasn't much in the fairway woods this year. All right. So moving on from fairway woods, let's move into the hybrid. Kind of the same deal with the uh, fairway wood, right? Not a ton of innovation going on here. Um, it's got fat. It's got a twist face on the hybrid, which is kind of weird. Um, 
it's got a C300 steel face uh, with twist, twist face, like I said. Um, nothing too crazy when it comes to their hybrids. Um, you know, it, it falls into the lineup, right? If you're a better player, you're probably going to use the driving iron. If you're a, um, you want a little bit more forgiveness, maybe a slightly higher launch, you're going to get the stealth plus. If you need maximum forgiveness, you're going to grab that stealth rescue, right? So, uh, not a ton here. TaylorMade has always made solid, really good, uh, fair, uh, hybrids. So no surprise that they're not changing things up too much. I mean, I'm looking at it. Even the even the shape of the of the club hasn't changed much from uh, what they originally were putting out there. So, and then finally, um, we're gonna move into irons. And here is where I I think TaylorMade really knocked it out of the park. Here, I think the driver's nice. I think the fairway wood's nice. The hybrids are nice, but they really did something that no one's really done except for one other company that I'm going to talk about later has decided to do it this year. But it looks like golf companies are starting to learn people who um, need a little bit more forgiveness, who need a little bit of help, who aren't, you know, the best players in the world like nice looking stuff, right? They don't need giant pieces of plastic hanging off the back of their club. They don't want these cheap looking badges that fall off because they're attached with with double-sided tape or or a little bit of epoxy they figured out that hey we can put plastic on the back of the club but we can make it look good we don't have to make it bright crazy colors right stealth this year their colors have been is red red and black they could have plastered these irons with with uh red and the cavity but they didn't they went subtle right and if you look at these stealth irons we got uh, it's a black and silver scheme, right? Good player irons have always had chrome and black. Maybe a little bit of color added in there, maybe a little bit, but really think about it. TaylorMade has always had their uh, CB lineup has always been black and black and silver. Titleist, black, silver, they'll throw in the occasional red. They'll sprinkle that in there. Um, Callaway's top lineup, uh, Black and silver. Everyone is black and silver. And they're learning that even the not great players, even the game improvement irons, should go black and silver and have a kind of classy look to them. So that's the first thing I noticed with these irons was the look of them. They look great. Now, they're a little chunky from the top for my personal taste. Uh, there's a little bit more offset than I'd like. Bigger soles than I uh, than I would care for. These irons weren't made for me, but these irons were made for a huge amount of people. This is the probably biggest selling line that TaylorMade will put out this year. And I'll tell you what, they look good, and there's some technology in here that I kind of like and that I'm kind of a big fan of, right? They have what is called cat-back design. Now, what is a cat-back design, right? All these companies come out with these special technologies and they call it these cool names, but what the hell is it? Well, I'll tell you. The catback design is basically what they have done, is they have taken weight out of the high toe area, right? That high toe area can get a little fat, especially on a game improvement iron, and it will really throw off the weight. It pulls that center of gravity a little bit higher and a little bit out towards the toe. So what TaylorMade did is they took out a big chunk of metal here, and they have removed it and basically have hollowed it out. 
And what they've done is they've replaced that with carbon fiber. So you don't have a cavity in a traditional sense where you can stick your finger into the cavity and you can really see it. They've kind of made it a hollow body design where the carbon fiber sticks out and meets up with the back of the club, but you get all the benefits of having a cavity in there and it looks really, really nice as well. And, and when you move that weight out of the toe and, and from up high, you can actually pull it down to the, to the bottom of the club and really increase launch and spin in that situation, which is really what you're looking for, especially on a game improvement iron. You want the guys to be able to, you want the guys and gals to be able to hit it a little bit higher and make sure it stops on the green, right? When you get into these game improvement irons, you start to have, uh, you start seeing these lofts decreased and you have the strong lofts and those strong lofts, Sure, it's great the ball goes 180 yards with an 8-iron, but it can't stop on a green. And so you need to pull that weight down to launch it high enough where you still get the 180 yards, but it launches high enough, spins with enough spin, so that the descent angle, when it comes down into the green, it actually holds a green. All right, so this last Monday, as well as uh, TaylorMade, we got a bunch of new stuff, a bunch of new stuff from Callaway. So... We got drivers, fairways, irons, hybrids, putters even. So it was a crazy week in uh, golf equipment launches. But let's talk Callaway now. All right. So we got a new driver. Let's start there from Callaway called the Rogue ST. Now, if you're wondering, yes, you have heard the Rogue name before. Those launched a while back, but they were Super good drivers and uh, wildly successful. So bringing back that name, especially considering how much they use Epic, uh, is no big surprise here. So um, while we did get a new driver, we got four different versions of it, which gives me a little bit of pause because I hate to say this, but if you need four drivers to fit most people, um, it makes me feel like there's a design flaw in there with some of them where we can't get things adjusted and it wasn't made for an entire market. And then you started to go, oh crap, we need uh, this, this, this. This driver won't perform like this for me. Whereas TaylorMade, you know, they're able to come out with two drivers and it's going to fit most of the market. The Rogue lineup is going to need four. So let's go over the four. We'll talk about what makes them the same and then we'll kind of talk about what makes them different. So we have a Max. We have a Max D, a Max LS. And then we have a, a triple diamond LS. So the first thing you're going to notice about the new Rogue driver is the gold tungsten in the back. So we're getting what they're calling a speed cartridge. So it's just a, a heavier weight in the back that's gold. And it's going to help. It's going to kind of do the same thing that that um, TaylorMade did when they moved the carbon fiber to the face, add a lot of weight in the back. It helps increase launch, helps increase spin, but you're also going to get a little bit more speed. So, um, yeah, you're getting a bunch of a bunch of uh, tungsten in the back. Then, you know, we're getting the jailbreak speed frame. So we had that in last year's driver from Callaway, and it's good to see it make it its way over to the Rogue lineup. That uh, that that speed frame faces. Um, it, it really has been a game changer in terms of ball speeds for Callaway. Callaway is now leading the game in ball speeds. Obviously, TaylorMade is hoping to take that over this year, 
But uh, Jailbreak was a huge innovation by them. And what that does is it, hel- it, it links up the bottom and the top of the face so that they're a little bit more rigid, but they still can flex a little bit to give you that ball speed. Holds onto the ball a little bit longer with the, uh, with the ball making contact. The face can kind of flex a little bit, but it doesn't go so far back that you start to lose speed. It hits kind of a wall and bounces back. Then the third thing that they're all going to have is obviously the AI designed face, uh, flash face. It's going to help lower spin, increase forgiveness. They're really jumping on AI, and I don't see that stopping anytime soon. And uh, yeah, I'll be honest, I kind of like it. Uh, the there there wasn't a ton of crazy changes to the driver this year. Callaway's drivers have been the you know damn near the top for about five years now, and really they're just fine-tuning everything to make sure that you're getting maximum ball speed, you're getting maximum forgiveness in their clubs, and they are innovating with um, with the with the AI design that they are using to help design the driver. Now, is it the most technologically advanced braking stuff that will blow people's minds, uh, like, like that carbon fiber head uh, face? I, I don't think so. But Callaway's drivers have been so good that really I understand why they're just making tiny changes. Everyone lately has been trying to catch up with Callaway, and um, it kind of seems like people start are starting to. But you can't see a lot of Callaway's innovation in their driver and their changes. You're, but they're happening because they're done by AI. They invested heavily in AI. You can't really see it, so they got to try and tell you that it's AI-driven. And, uh, you know, I think that visible technology is so important when it comes to selling things that Callaway may fall a little bit behind this year, which I think is sad because these drivers, I'm sure, are really good. All right, so that's what makes them the same. Now let's talk about, since there are four, we need to talk about what makes these four drivers different. And how is it going, which one works best for you? So the Max D model is what we expect, right, from any D model driver. It's it's a draw-based driver. You can see a weight in the heel of the club. It's just going to help those guys who need a little bit of help getting the ball to turn over. Uh, going to be a little helpful to get that uh, that weight and get that, get that ball starting a little bit further left. All right, the Max is going to be the one that's going to fit most people. The Rogue ST Max is uh, gonna gonna have the most forgiveness while giving the uh, a, a great amount of ball speeds. There's no crazy weighting to it, nothing like that. It's going to be the one that most guys are going to fit into. Then you got the Max LS, which is going to be a little bit uh, lower trajectory, a little bit lower spin, and a little bit more. Uh, more neutral ball flight, right? That Max is going to have a little bit of left bias in it. The LS is going to be a little bit more of a straight driver, lower spin, lower launch. Um, if you're a guy who kind of flips it a little bit, you may want to go LS. Um, and then the Triple Diamond LS is the smaller head, a fade bias, better player driver. Um, looks really good, but it's got to weight forward, so you're not going to get a ton of forgiveness. If you miss hit it, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, it's for the guys who find the center of the club face a lot. All right, so we got new drivers. Let's move on to new fairway woods. So the fairway woods, I actually think, is where we're seeing quite a bit of innovation from uh, Callaway when it comes to to these. So 
the weighting is very interesting on this. So you're getting that same tungsten speed cartridge that they talked about, but you're getting it at the front of the club, which I think is massive. It's going to really help add ball speed. Looks like they don't have the jailbreak, uh, the jailbreak on it because they're calling it the jailbreak ST. So, um, so maybe it does have jailbreak. It's kind of hard to tell, but those, uh, okay. Uh, the tungsten waiting at the front is going to help lower the spin and increase the ball speed, but it does have jailbreak ST in it, but it has changed in the fairway wood to something called batwing technology. So what it does is it moves that, that jailbreak to the toe and the heel, and that's going to really help on off center hits. So you're going to get ball speed increases, but the biggest thing that jailbreak is going to do in here is it's going to give it that, that really kind of cool um, forgiveness. And they, they look like wings on the, on the inside of the club where you're going to be able to get maximum forgiveness. So you're getting weight forward to help with ball speed, launch and spin, but those things can tend to lead to bad shots and not a lot of forgiveness. So what they did is they added weight to the toe and the heel to give it some stability, which is actually pretty nice. And then again, you got a flash face, uh, AI designed face for maximum ball speeds and forgiveness. Now with these, you are getting three models as well. You're getting the max D version, which is obviously the draw biased again, the highest launching, uh, most draw, draw bias model. Then you're going to get the Max, which again, just like the drivers, is a the one that most guys are going to fit into, the one that most guys are going to uh, play. Even on tour, you might see a lot of these out on tour as well. And then they have an LS model, which brings a weight forward, a um, little bit more neutral, fade bias dry, uh, shots with that. Uh, just maximum weight forward, low launch, low spin. That's, that's kind of it. And... You know, you get a, uh, a slightly more compact uh, head shape as well. So um, designed for the better player, things of that nature. Now, now that we've moved on from the fairways, let's talk hybrids. This has a lot of a tailor-made feel to it as well, that there's not a ton of change in it. Um, you know, you got jailbreak in it. It's, it's pretty sweet, but again, like, like I said with TaylorMade, if you get, if you've got a new hybrid in the last four or five years, maybe you don't need it. Maybe you just, maybe you buy the irons. You want to get the, uh, the, the hybrid with it. If your hybrid's working fine, I don't know that there's going to be a ton to make you change away from it with these, with these rogue hybrids. Same with TaylorMade. Um, but you do get four models. You get the max, which again, Game improvement player, uh, they want they want help. It's going to be the same thing that you see with the fairway woods. The max is going to be the the one that's fit the most for guys. Max OS, an oversized draw biased one. Then you got a Max OS light, which is super lightweight, lightweight components, light shafts, light heads, light grips, um, and that's just going to help those guys who want even more speed with it. Then you got the Pro, which uh, looks a little bit more like a fairway wood, shallow face, neutral CG gives you the most workability. They're nice. I'm not going to say anything bad about them. I don't have a ton to say about them in general. 
Uh, they look good from all the pictures I've seen. I didn't like TaylorMade where I was most impressed this year with the Callaway releases are with the irons. So we again are getting four models. We're getting a Max, again, what most guys are going to fit into, Max OS, Max OS Lite, then the Pro model. And I got to say, when I first saw the Pro model, I literally went, holy shit, those are nice. Those are fucking beautiful. I love these irons. They look so good. So before we before we dive too deep into that, let's talk about kind of what makes them what makes them the same. So the first thing, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, Callaway has taken tungsten to the next level with the, all of their irons. The the Apexes used a shit ton of irons, but or a, a shit ton of tungsten, but the Callaway Rogue STs take that to the next level as well. Tungsten Callaway. I don't know if Callaway has stock in a tungsten mine. I don't know what they do, but they have a ton of tungsten in their clubs. They use it everywhere on these things. So you're getting up to 62 grams of tungsten. That's going to help with the launch and spin. Um, then something that we saw in the Apex lineup, we're giving these urethane microspheres. So what those do is those really help with feel, right? So we have... We've moved to the hollow body construction and some companies have decided to just get put nothing in there and just let it do its thing. I personally am not a fan of that route, right? The Ping I-500s are the first thing that comes to mind and they sound very tingy, pingy kind of sound and I'm just not a huge fan of it. But Callaway has done what are, what are called patented. They have their patent on it and their urethane microspheres. Basically, what they've done is they've taken a bunch of urethane. They've sprinkled these like glass spheres in it. And that glass bends on the in contact when. So the reason why you go hollow body, let me let me backtrack here. So the reason why you go hollow body is it allows the face to flex. Well, if you put something in there like urethane, the face doesn't get the deflect as much and so we run into the problem of what was the point of going hollow body if you just put something behind it that stops it so what Callaway's done is they put glass in the urethane and these little glass spheres they actually bend and so you're able to flex into that urethane so you get the benefits of the urethane while also getting the benefits of the hollow body construction and it being able to deflect and rebound back a little bit faster and then, finally, between the urethane microspheres, the shit ton of tungsten, we're doing a flash face again on the irons as well. And so you're going to get that AI designed. Um, it's the first time that anyone has ever done it in a game improvement iron like this. Um, so it's the first time we've seen it in a Callaway product, but that will help them um, increase ball speed forgiveness, just like all the AI stuff does with their drivers and in uh, fairway woods and hybrids. All right, so the four models, like I said, we got a Max, which is the one most guys are going to fit into. Max OS, maximum offset, uh, wider soles, thicker top lines, uh, ton of offset. Those are going to be um, the Max OS. The Max OS light, same as Max OS, just lighter weight things. And then, who, buddy, these pros. These pros are beautiful. Hollow body, 
they look clean on the back. The the uh, the little bit of tungsten you see on uh, or not tungsten. The little emblem on the back is small black. It says Rogue ST with just that line of gold across it. It is. They're beautiful. I saw them and like I said, I went holy shit. These are gorgeous. Um, had I not just bought new Honmas, I would probably be trying to get fit fit uh, trying to get fit for these. They're they're perfect looking. I love the way these things look. All right, so in addition to that, in addition to drivers, fairways, hybrids, irons, Callaway also said, hey, but wait a minute. We got new putters as well. So we got new um, Odyssey putters, and we got new Toulon putters, which Toulon is Odyssey. Odyssey is Toulon, but, you know, we got to, we got to uh, talk about them separately, I guess. So the first thing that you will see are these new 11 putters. So last year they came out with the 10 lineup. They had the 10 two ball. They had all those. Uh, this year we got uh, a new designed head. So it's called the 11 shape. Um, and it has a lot of the properties of that 10 model. But it, it I had a 10 for a little bit this year. And I really did like it. I ended up sticking with my ping just because the 10 was worth more and I had an opportunity to trade it in to get something else. Whole different story there, but um, but the 11 uses a white hot OG face. You can get it in the, uh, the Stroke Lab. So they redid Stroke Lab, uh, which is kind of a graphite on top, steel on, steel on bottom shaft. Pretty cool. Um, I really like it. The head shape's pretty nice. It's a little different. Um, I don't know how I feel about all of it, but I'm sure they're going to reintroduce a bunch of head shapes to it, a different alignment packages. So um, be on the lookout for that. But I, I like what they did here. I like that they kept it going and they used the white hot OG insert, no micro hinge or anything like that on it. And then we also got from Odyssey a new tri-hot putter. Now, I wrote a story about this on the blog. Um, about three weeks ago when they first appeared on tour. And I got to say, my feelings on that are still absolutely, absolutely 100% the same. So I don't care that you are, that, that they reintroduced new, new, uh, they reintroduced the white hot OG last year and they kind of played from a, an insert that was requested for the last 20 years, people have been wanting the original White Hot for for damn near 20 years now. But where I have a problem is that they are re-releasing more 20-year-old technology in 2022. The Tri-Hot was a putter that came out almost 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. And the whole idea of it was that it had three different layers, right? So the first layer was the insert then you had a stainless steel layer. Then you had tungsten in the back, right? To maximize MOI, pull the weight back, help with launch and launch on the on the putting green. But where I have a problem is that now they've moved the tungsten to the front and they're gonna try and reuse this name in back-to-back -back years of reusing the exact, the exact same like rehashing technology that's 20 years old in back-to-back -back years. I was okay with it if you do it once, but now you're doing it twice, and that's ridiculous. You have to be better, Odyssey. What made Odyssey great was the fact that Odyssey was always pushing forward and always pushing the lines of 
what they were willing to do in terms of technology and inserts and things like that. And we just aren't getting that. They're just reusing ideas from 20 years ago. Now, they moved Tungsten forward. So not only not only are they uh, reusing a name and trying to recycle that and live off past glory, but now they're trying to do what Cleveland was doing three years ago with the frontline technology, two years ago, however long ago it was. We got all of this. We need to move the weight forward. MOI doesn't matter. TaylorMade ripped them off last year, and here's Odyssey coming in two years later with this idea like they've revolutionized the idea. Now the, the we call it the 5K because we managed to make it 5,500 IZs or whatever the hell they're talking about. Look, I'm a huge fan of Callaway. I think Callaway, top to bottom, is probably the best brand in in golf right now. I, I don't think they can be touched on many things. But this putter right here, this Tri-Hot 5K, frankly is bullshit. It is bullshit what they've done. They're reusing and trying to live off past glory like they did last year. They're living off that past glory. And what little bit they changed, they stole the damn idea from Cleveland. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. And then from here, we got new Toulon putters. Toulons have been a disappointment since they got bought from since they got bought by Odyssey, since they sold the Odyssey. I've been fairly disappointed with their releases. Um, I mean, they look great. They're nice-looking putters. But what kind of made Toulon cool when they first came out, before they were bought by Odyssey, was one, they had a pretty kick-ass logo. That T with the diamond, or the triangle. That was a pretty cool logo. It's pretty much gone. Um, you get it a little bit on the bottom. They're just milled Odysseys now, right? You have the Las Vegas. Their, their new lineup that they're promoting right now, it's literally the... 11, they're calling it the Lamont putter, the Lamont uh, putter, but that's the new 11 head shape. They just milled it. Um, they just, they're not doing anything spectacular anymore. They they used to do cool stuff, but now they're just, they just don't. I mean, they got this small batch lineup. That's kind of cool, but they used to have the Toulon Garage, and frankly, I don't even see it on their... Uh, on their website anymore. I'm like clicking around trying to find it. Um, and we don't even have the garage, which was a cool kind of uh, thing you could do where you could custom make your putter. Uh, they had a cool logo for the Toulon garage. It's just, I I don't know. It's just, it's just been a huge disappointment watching them just become fancy Odyssey rather than Toulon being a really cool lineup with things that were innovative and could change the game. Um, I mean, even their weighting system that they introduced this year on the bottom of their putters is the exact same one that Odyssey's doing. Look, I get why you have to do it. You have to do it so that everything is interchangeable with each other. But one of the cool things about Toulon's was they had a little weight plate on the bottom and you could change that. Um, so yeah, like I said, just a huge disappointment from, uh, Odyssey this year in, in my eyes. I want to love their stuff and I bet you that the, I, I would venture to bet that the try hot, I'll hit it in the store and I'll love the way it feels. It's going to feel great. I'm sure it's going to look great. These Toulons, 
I have no doubt are going to feel great. I have no doubt they're going to look great, but they're not doing anything innovative over it, over at uh, Odyssey right now. And and frankly, it's disappointing. So that was a huge, huge couple of weeks or a huge week for for golf releases. Um, anytime the two biggest brands in the industry decide to release on the same day, you're going to get a lot of crazy information uh, coming out. But it's been fun to be back on the mic. It's been awesome to go over these details with you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Hit them straight. Have a good week. And be on the lookout for more episodes as we continue to see releases during launch season. Have a good one. Hit them straight.